So he pretty much upstaged Ben Roethlisberger's retirement for no reason. I wouldn't even say Ben Roethlisberger. This is more about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, what? Why is that? He signed a four-year deal with the Packers, which means he'll be playing long enough to break off Tom Brady's records uh, if, if Tom Brady stays retired. So Brady has to come back and he has to keep. He has to be willing to put up his stats. I mean, he has a couple years. It would take Aaron Rodgers, I think, two years okay. to successfully pass him, and he'll never have more titles, more Super Bowls, but. The fact that he said he's playing four more years means he'll get more passing yards and touchdowns. And I don't think Brady's cool with that. I don't think Brady wanted to retire. I just think this kind of oh, forced yeah, it. This was a, if you can come back now and you want to win, you want to be competitive, Tampa Bay needs to know whether or not they're going to have a starting quarterback or whether or not to waste a draft pick. Well, he said that he's going back to Tampa. Yeah, yeah. So was it, Is he on like I think contract we, I think with Tampa that. so he I, had I to go back? Or could he have went back anywhere? I think he would have had... Uh, there was a conspiracy that his retirement, what he was going to sign like a one day contract with New England so he could retire a Patriot. No. There's a couple athletes who have done that. I, that did not appear to be the case. It more just looked like he didn't want to do the offseason. That was my mm. prediction. Is I, I don't think he wanted to waste his time on the preseason. You know, you have your kids home from school, they're still at a young age. He doesn't need to go over the playbook. The wide receivers should be used to getting the ball thrown to them from one of the best quarterbacks. He keeps himself in shape. Yeah, I, I think that was more of one of those things. It, it's tough for the league. Another year at Tampa Bay. If you're a Carolina fan, Falcons fan, I think it's just odd though, like all the love and support that was sent from things. the Patriot, the Patriots, and the Buccaneers and stuff. And oh yeah, like, and now they're gonna do it again. Yeah, like, are they yeah. going to do it again if he retires every year? Um, did we talk about the Coach K thing last time? I can't remember. He had his last game at Duke Stadium, and it was against North Carolina. North Carolina beat him. Mm-hmm. And they still had, like, the afterward, afterwards uh, trophy ceremony. Like, a, I don't know what they call it. A celebration of Coach K's career. Mm-hmm. Right after you lose, it's, yeah, it's, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. They're going to have a chance in March Madden this year to it's not as fun. win the title, but. You don't want your last game to be Tom Brady losing in the final drive. Do we have a bracket yet for March Madness? I think it's Sunday. That's coming Sunday. Oh wait, no, no, Sunday already passed. No, we're at Sunday. I think that might have been happening. That might have been happening right now. Tom Brady might have just jumped March Madness bubble news. Oh, did he? I think that might have been it. I think that might have been it. And Jack, the news cycle for this next week tomorrow morning, he might be ahead of Ukraine. It does say here that the number one seeds are going to Arizona, Gonzaga, Kansas. Okay, yeah, they did it. They did it. Did Michigan make it in? Uh, So I'm trying to find a bracket. Is it, or is there anybody out there that still like shows the brackets, or do they always do it in like a text context? Like you know what I mean? They keep showing like the playoff, like the um, the the brackets, but it's always in like paragraph form. So you had to like read it. Yeah, uh, no, that's remember how it used to just be? They just show you the brackets, but well, that's I like, never see that. Shit. The internet has changed forever. I don't know if you remember those box, like there would be a a hundred grid, ten by ten squares mm-hmm. where everybody gets a number, zero through nine, mm-hmm. and the top, the x axes would be the home team, the y axes would be the away team. And whichever the final, whichever the final score in each quarter, mm-hmm. 
gets paid equivalently. So let's say it's uh, 21 to 19, the home team. Then whoever has one and nine on the grid mm-hmm. gets paid 100 bucks, 200 bucks, whatever the quarterly prize is. Since this has all gone online, instead of like back then, you'd pick your square at the bar, like you'd pick where or at work, wherever you're filling this out. Mm-hmm. And then you'd get, once it was all filled, they'd randomly draw the numbers. So you find out right before March Madness began what the numbers you needed to win for the final score. Mm-hmm. Now that it's all gone virtual online, you can pick your numbers. So you don't have to subject yourself to what happens if you get a weird score in football. Like you get like a 2-2. Very rarely is any quarter going to end with both teams having a 2 as their second digit. 7-0, that's a lot more likely. Mm -hmm. So now you can pick the numbers you want and they change the odds depending on how likely, likely they are to come up. So I think the days of filling out the squares is probably over. I mean, you'll still have them around in, like, some office settings. You don't think people are going to pick brackets? They, I think they're going to do it virtually. I think they're going to compete against thousands and thousands of people online as opposed to yeah. how we grew up with. Michigan made so, it. Somebody, I guess when, we, when you used to fill out those brackets where you got the whole bracket mm-hmm. unfilled, somebody had to go through and check them. And then yeah, the each, round, each round, yeah, that, that, the computer does that automatically. Well, yeah, it kind of that's automation taking over gambling. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that people aren't going to want to do it in a smaller setting. Though. No, but it means that you aren't going to have bookies running them in every county. See, I don't from I here don't to know, California. The no, the bookie situation is still strong. Like, no. oh my pet, my dad no, still th- uses th- a bookie. Th- they're there, but it, when you say strong, it's been completely replaced. I mean, with the youngest generation, yeah, the, yeah, the money, the gambling. But with the older people, they're all still we're, we're talking going to their guy. We're talking if you compare Fanduel's to the mafia. Well, that's and how you, they do. But you're comparing; they have an, an international reach. I'm yeah. Talking about, oh yeah, no, they're getting boosted by you the federal can, government. You, you can you still be a NFL local game. bookie. You watch an NFL game and placing a bet through a bookie will get you arrested. But logging but on to Fanduel's is too. fine. If you if you bet with your local bookie, the dude who you just happen to know, you get better odds. Also, less of less of a vet. The government doesn't know your winnings online. Sure, you have to pay tax on anything. Yeah, like like you do with investments. Like it's a, there's a slight. But, but why not not pay the taxes if you can go do it that way? Why not? You don't as far as like when you're talking parlays or prop bets. Just in general, a lot of local betting, bookies yeah. don't give those as options. Well, yeah, you need to have a national market to be able to bet. But on if how you many still, if you just out. want to bet on a game though with the spread. Why not? Like, why oh, go yeah, definitely. online? No, I, why not listen, use the bookie? I, oh, it don't I, make sense. I promote the local bookie. It's just they're getting, they, they can't compete. Mm-hmm. It's getting to a point where it's, like you said, it's not legal. They can get caught and get arrested. It's more efficient and it's easier for a lot of people to bet on their phone through an app than mm-hmm. to try and do a cash transaction in person. So I just think that this is natural automation. It's kind of like, I, the per, I, I don't want to say his name, but we had a bookie in our area growing up mm-hmm. associated in main bowling. And it, it's almost like a tragedy where I don't know if you ever heard of death of a salesman. It was the idea of your traditional door to door salesman mm-hmm. was dying once the phone was becoming common. Mm-hmm. And tragically this salesman ends up killing himself. But a bookie is becoming increasingly irrelevant for the past 15, 20 years where it's been just given almost, I think of 13 States 
have legalized online gambling. I don't understand why anyone would say gambling's illegal. I don't either. I, I don't either. We sense. have state-funded lo- lotteries. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. We we talked about last week with Calvin Ridley, the players still suspended for a year. When he was out, we were debating what is what is inside information. What kind of, well, I could like just start picking my bracket here on ESPN. I I, I think it's out right now. Yeah. yeah oh, out. happy daylight savings time. St. Patrick's Day is tomorrow. Most people celebrated it Saturday night. I completely forgot about the day. I associate St. Patrick's Day with lockdowns forever. Mm-hmm. This was the last holiday before we closed everything down in Pennsylvania. And I, I don't know. I, the relevance of uh, we, there's an argument against daylight savings time. I like I like getting an whenever the day is longer. So when the sun is out longer, I'm happy with that. Uh, yeah. I don't mind missing an hour of sleep. I kind of rather throw it away, and now we have. I mean, I'm fine with more productive l- losing hours. Losing the hour of sleep, but it still sucks. <clears throat> I like it better than when we have an extra hour and you wake up early, and it's getting dark earlier. No, I like that. Yeah, no. See, I'm totally opposite. Totally opposite. I'm all for today. I, I do. I do like it being light out later, though. That's nice. I got to call my own foul. I predicted no more snow. To compete against the groundhog. Oh yeah, the groundhog. Yep. One Greensburg, Greg, zero, groundhog. What a goddamn Who's where better? The, Houston. Where or the Illinois? hell is it from? Where, where's the groundhog from? Uh uh Punkstani. Punkstani, yeah. He got it right this year. <coughs> what do you say? Um, who's better? Houston or Illinois? We're talking basketball. I have no idea. I take Houston is more open than Illinois. So I think they'd probably have better after. I would just pick open versus not open. Are there fans still wearing masks if they had a home game? That's how you would do it? That's how I pick my March Madness bracket. Jeez. <laughs> you have places like Gonzaga that they aren't selling drinks at home games because they don't want people taking their masks down. Really? Yeah. Oh, I just clicked Gonzaga to go to the national championship. They kicked out John Stockton. John Stockton. So, so who would be better then? Because I got Gonzaga and Duke before the national and uh I, i'm clearly betting against gonzaga would you go to the final i might four. pick them to lose their th- so you think i might duke, pick them to get upset 116 i picked you to the final four then oh yeah vengeance they got the pressure off of them now they embarrassed themselves that's over mm-hmm. i guess yeah if i'm gonna pick my winner right now duke um and the whole thing uh-huh. that's where i go you think i can't see coach k going out losing his last game versus north carolina at home if he wins the championship, that vindicates. Well, that, I mean, he can just win one game, and he's not going out with a loss to North Carolina at home. I, it, the most, no one cares if you win your first game of March Madness. Your last significant game. Right now, his last significant game was that. If he gets to the national championship, that would supersede it. Do you think he'll get there? I mean, they have as good, as, good a chance as anyone, hmm. as far as I'm saying. Are they number one seed? Yeah, uh, who Duke? Yeah, no, number two seed. Okay. Um, who are the four number ones? It was Gonzaga, Baylor, Kansas, and Arizona. Okay, see, I, I don't. College basketball is not my area of expertise. That's the thing is, I'm going off my knowledge from listening to, uh, Run the Damn Ball podcast, <laughs> which is just listening. Yeah. So, so what does that mean? What's the, what's the prediction? What does that mean? 
that's all my knowledge really based on the NCAA basketball right now is just listening to their podcast, which is honestly hilarious and entertaining. And if you're, if you're into entertaining, um, I guess it's, it's podcast, not, but it's like talk radio. If you're interested or if you like entertaining talk, I would go listen to run the damn ball podcast. Entertaining talk. Yeah. Um, we got, this is going to be an abbreviated episode here tonight. I, there was a lot of confusion earlier in the day. Um, there's a new conspiracy out right now, Craig. Of what? The Z. Apparently, it's been popping up places. I'm going to let CNN take oh, it. Oh, yeah, the Z thing. Yeah. I'm going to let CNN take it from here. Where the wannabe conquerors are not flying their national flag, that single character has taken on special significance. Ivan Kuliak. At a recent gymnastics World Cup event, 20 year old Russian competitor Ivan Kuliak accepted his bronze medal wearing a Z prominently on his chest. He was standing next to a Ukrainian athlete. The sports governing body described it as shocking behavior. But how do you describe this? terminally ill children and their carers formed a giant Z outside a hospice in the Russian city of Kazan. It's disgusting that the state is co-opting young children to be propaganda mechanisms for their war. It is dangerous when small little symbols become proxies for being a loyal citizen in an authoritarian regime during a time of war because those who don't wear it, those who don't show the Z, uh, could be targeted by the state. And in this highly produced propaganda video, Russian men wearing that letter declare their support for the invasion, chanting for Russia, for the president, for Russia, for Putin. An aerial shot shows a giant Z made from the orange and black of the St. George's Ribbon, a traditional symbol of Russian military glory, usually associated with victory over Nazi Germany. By accident or design, a character that doesn't feature in Russia's alphabet has become an iconic symbol of Putin's invasion and the propaganda campaign right, to okay, win so, support among his I mean, people. That's good. They um, they pretty much have made their own version of a swastika, and no, they just said. Well, that see, um, I was, yeah, I was interested where you go. see. To me, that read more like a Q thing, like it's fake, but it's on their shit. No, it's that. Of course, who knows if that's no, true. no, no. It, it's well, yes. Here, let's mate. You know, yeah. Let's go with the swastika route because to me, the first thing I guess the first thing I thought to was this is similar to having to carry your papers. Uh-huh. This is you could call this a Vax ID, you could call this a logo Z, you could tie it in with Q. But the notion is, yeah, is is that if Russia is the dominating nation in Ukraine. What was that? Oh, sorry. I was... Uh, that was wild. Snapchatting or <laughs> no, the, the big debate... Oh, I'm trying... That, that rattled me here. The big debate would be is if Russia is the invading army, mm-hmm. right now a third of Ukraine is Russian-speaking Russian sympathizers. They've currently surrounded the capital... Wait, there's a third that want them to pretty much surrender. That's the right hand side, the, the eastern side of the state. That they, they a lot of right now, Russia's offering the local small businesses can go back to normal. This is about natural resources, biochem labs. This is about national security for Russia. They don't really care about the restaurants. They don't care about the culture. All mm-hmm. those people can stay and keep their businesses. And what they're going to end up saying is slap a Z up, 
and we know that you're cool with the incoming regime because there's and then they won't attack you so if you want to be safe so people who might not even support might do it just to keep their business both sides that's why if you were in the middle ground it's kind of like what black lives matter did they want your they they want that fist on the show fealty show show fealty you could say that with the vaccine vaccine cards when you look at these protests our our audience can't see it but those protests look a lot like jan 6 those Q flags look a lot like Z flags. Mm-hmm. The way that they're alerting people, whenever you nationalize a symbol, when you something is an Oculus as a Z, and that's where it's like the swastika, when you think graffiti and gangs, this is something you can tag really quickly. You can run up to e- each Russian tank and Z, Z, Z. And they surround the city of Kiev. Slowly you get the government to surrender, surrender, and then it will move to guerrilla combat out in the streets. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it's going to be kind of like French Revolution. It's going to be important to be able to differentiate to to differentiate yourself, to say, are you with the new Russian regime or are you with the resistance? It's a, it's dangerous grounds. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was interesting to in Pittsburgh. Do you remember the Zohan? With yeah, the pirates. Yeah, the pirates did it. You yeah. still see a lot of cars with that Z you can make with your hands. Oh, so they're all Russian. Supporters? We are not a bunch of Russian. <laughs> no, I think they might be. I think don't we crack start down. Smashing don't their crack cars. down on Pittsburgh. If you see somebody with a Z on the back of their car, <laughs> smash their call, call the cops. Call the. I mean, it yeah. means they are in complete support of the genocide of Ukrainian babies. Period. Full stop. As Kamala Harris would say. Yeah. And that was. That you keep, well, yeah, I, no, keep, that's fine, that's fine. The point of the episode here was we were going to, what I said in the last one, we were going to do inve- complete a citizen's investigation into Hunter Biden. That paired along with the book report. Mm-hmm. The investigation part, I'm going to hold for a second until we have more time and I'm a little more prepared. I'm just going to try and introduce the book, the book and to our audience why I would suggest if you're interested in this and you think it might be important, if you're interested in Ukrainian history, go ahead and buy it and read along here. Uh, we're going to break it down chapter by chapter. The reason I delayed the investigation is because there were a couple documentaries by Oliver Stone. One is called Ukraine is Burning. The other called, Wit- oh no, I'm sorry, Ukraine on Fire. Mm-hmm. That's Oliver Stone's documentary. He did a lot with the JFK assassinations. Uh, to me, that would be one of my top five interviews. People that if we could get on the show, he's in, he's in his mid-70s. He was in Vietnam. This guy's worn so many hats. He produced the movie Plantoon. Ton of the Iran from the Iranian Contra, the, everything. He is he's one of the only people in the West to interview Putin. He interviewed him for 20 hours. He was a lifelong Democrat and has been blacklisted by the Democratic Party over the past 10 years. Starting with Stephen Colbert being extremely disrespectful in 2017. Because really his goal was, I just want to get behind this. Okay, if Putin set up Trump, why? That's what I wanted to know the whole time. Like, what was the motivation? This guy did a four hours worth of interview. You can get, it used to be on HBO, but they pulled it. Mm. They pulled it just in the last couple weeks because it appeared to be sympathetic to Putin. It's not really sympathetic to Putin. It's trying to give a history of this situation so that right now it looks like Putin is unprovoked. If you asked him, he could give a very specific example of where he feels he's doing what he has to do. And you can disagree with it or not,
But the idea of just dismissing him out of hand as crazy or losing his mind or out of touch is very simplistic, and it's almost damaging to the national narrative. If you're watching CNN and Fox right now, it's a joke the way they're covering it. Mm -hmm. But you have to acknowledge that in 2014, and that's why I recommended those documentaries, Ukraine on Fire is Oliver Stone. The DNC would say it's pro-Russia. Winter on Fire is for the college protesters who occupied the city of Kiev peacefully for three months before there was a group of militiamen who fired on them and the police officers indiscreetly. The, in the interesting thing about that Hunter's business partner, the guy that would get him a seat on the Ukrainian nuclear or uh, natural gas board, the natural gas board that is located on the eastern the Donbass, where the little green men and came out came on and invented. Well, his business partner was in Kiev the day that it looks like neo Nazis were paid to shoot sniper rifle style. We were talking non government organizations to just kill a hundred citizens. In the Constitution of Ukraine, not the Constitution, whatever their parliamentary procedure is, if there were over 100 people shot, then you could remove the, the sitting president. This was on the books. It was wiped out immediately after. These documentaries get into it, mm -hmm. the details of how. But if you're trying to argue that, oh, what Hunter did it with Burisma was something that all politicians do. No, 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 no. Putting the vice president's son on the head of the only private energy board in the eastern region of Ukraine controlled by Russia, accepted as controlled by Russia, was the equivalent of joining NATO. It was the equivalent of militarizing Ukraine. And they would proceed to wage a war in the Donbass region for the next five years. And this all took place while Joe Biden was president. And, and Russia's beef is, is how involved was America and the, the European nations in the Maidan riots. And now the reason I want people to go watch those documentaries is, uh, with the exception of January 6th, we've never had these type of 10,000-person violent protests in the streets, besides maybe Occupy Wall Street. And that last— Was Occupy violent? When this wasn't violent, and if you go on Wikipedia right now, they'd call it the Orange Revolution, and they'd say it was a peaceful protest, that it was the government that opened up fire on the peaceful protesters. That's why they decided to storm the Capitol. Unlike January 6th, when they stormed the Capitol, they actually got what they want. Mm -hmm. So the shooting provoked them and made them heroes. There's an argument that Putin would make is that the shooting was a false flag, is that was actually the neo-Nazis who were supporting the college, what they call them libtards, the, the Ukrainian neo-Nazis, they were using them as basically dumb plants. And that uh, Ukraine on Fire by Oliver Stone goes into, remember, this is the guy that broke down the JFK assassinated. There's this idea of bullets coming from third, fourth, fifth floor buildings. Because if you're trying to run a security detail in any city, it gets infinitely more difficult the higher the buildings go. Yeah. Would, how do you, would I get banned from Twitter if I post a Z as my profile picture? I don't know about the Z, but on YouTube, the Ukraine on fire, it comes with a warning saying that you might be getting misinformation that you have to approve. It was pulled off of YouTube completely. Mm -hmm. Rumble picked it up. Mm -hmm. Oh shit. They gained yeah. five hundred thousand people who cause he went on um Patrick David Vest. It's a friend of the Rogan experience. 
Um, he runs a really cool podcast where he interviews just all kinds of people from all over the map, all different types of personalities. He just had Oliver Stone on a couple of days ago because he just put out a Kennedy thing not knowing that the Ukraine thing was going to pop off. So you can see his actual hot take on the situation. Remember, this guy voted for Biden in 2020. This Oliver Stone. This guy that's arguing, and, and he also recognizes that there was a big issue with Vice President Biden and Cynthia uh, Newland at the time, who's mm -hmm. been someone that the alt-right's keying in on, as she was around when this Maidan disaster happened. And the question is, is how much of a role did we play in this? 100 people died. This was a lot more violent. You'd think you'd, the amount of time we spent talking about January 6th, where four people died, only one person on scene. This was the exact same thing, but 100 people died, and the Jan Sixers actually won and overthrew the government, except they were on pro-team Biden. They were pro-Obama. They were pro-NATO. So our media covered it as a peaceful protest mm -hmm. that was provoked into becoming violent. They, they were not violent for three months. It wasn't until a bunch of people well, were Well, January 6th is more on par with the Russian invasion. <laughs> Russian invasion? Yeah, like as far as violence goes. What Russian invasion? Into Ukraine. No. The January 6th, the how bad it was? No, I, I'd say... It was the biggest assault J ever J on Jan democracy, January right? 6th is more on pine with Ottawa. What I'm saying is the Maidan <laughs> revolution was more... Like, when, when people ask how... I, I'm playing... I'm saying okay, what Alec would be saying. Good, good call. Good call. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I've been putting... I've been trying to put this together very... It's, it's so... That's why I didn't want to... I don't want to spend too much time on the actual quotes until I get all the exact details down. Mm -hmm. But... Anybody that's arguing that World War Three is starting now, mm -hmm. it would if if this is World War Three, it started during this revolution, and Hunter Biden is at the smack center of it to a point where once the Russian Why government is overthrown, he's given a job a week later working in the natural gas company. Now, mind you, this is a Democrat. But why would we not consider the fighting in the Middle East World War Three? Isn't like every country involved in that? Russia's involved in that. The United States involved in that. Is China, South Africa, Canada? Know. Is China not in it? Uh, when you're talking Iran, Iraq, I'm not positive. I've, uh, Ukraine has like, been consuming my time. I feel like they probably are because everyone wants oil. It, it, it is it's all about oil. It, it is very odd that we have put a boycott <coughs> on Russian oil. Yeah. And we're going to restart the Iran nuclear the Iran nuclear deal. Mm -hmm. To stop Iran, buy more Iran oil. They won't form a bomb, but they're also getting backed by Russia. Like, am I missing something here? On I Iranian oil is directly tied to Russian oil. Mm -hmm. So if we're not buying Russian oil, why would buying Iranian oil or Venezuelan oil be any be any more moral? It's still Russia. It's just through proxy. But that's how it works. Yeah, that's how it works. But now when we're paying more at the pump, are we actually hurting Putin? Or is this just us paying for the sins of past politicians? Paying for the sins of past that, politicians. That, uh, and current. There was a, and the ones that are in the White House right now. Another thing I'd recommend our audience to listen to if you're interested on this subject is Jimmy Dore. And he broke down Colbert had a uh, just a, a terrible, not a gaffe, he actually spoke as, so he made, he, what I just said, he made as a joke. He was like, okay, so we're not going to be buying oil from one tyrant, so we're going to be buying it from another tyrant. 
And it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. And then his his transition was, this is a dollar sacrifice that we're willing to make for freedom and democracy in the Ukraine. But we just admitted that it's not because we're getting it from one tyrant to another. He undermined the second half of his joke with the first half of his joke. It was a real odd... If I don't know if, if you're still wondering whether or not Colbert is playing it down the middle or not, no, I don't know. He what, never has. Been. No, but I don't know how when it got this flagrant. I don't know when it got this not funny. You can actually see John Batiste. I haven't his laughed piano at his player, stuff in a pretty long time. It's been three or four years. It's been since Trump took over, and but uh, defend now. I brought him up earlier. He he went after, right after Oliver Stone got back mm-hmm. from this Putin interview. Colbert went hard on him on the late night show. And the audience didn't really seem to understand when to laugh and when not to. But very mad for, similar to how they got mad at Jimmy Fallon for humanizing Trump when he pulled his hair. It was very much the same with Stone. It's like, why did you humanize him? Why do you make him more likable? You admit he's Satan, right? It's like, no, I don't think he's Satan. I think he's pro-Russia and we're pro-America. Coming to that, Trump going on the full Sem podcast and then calling that it would get taken down. They didn't even talk about anything controversial. But it's back up now. Is it back up now? I think. Double check. I I was watching a little bit of it. I was more. I heard. I heard he's going to be going on Rogan next. Trump is. I thought you texted me that, and I saw it on a. I think I know that Rogan didn't want to do it because Trump wanted him to come. Yeah, I remember those interviews. I just saw a Jimmy Dore headline. Let me see if I can find it again. Are you sure it's back up? I thought so. Are these you search on YouTube? I'll look right now. I was just Googling it, but it's not giving me the result. Yeah, dead air right now. This is good podcasting right here. It's what happens when you get these <laughs> multiple questions in the the end. So like yeah, well it's so difficult. I, I don't think it's up again. I'm like right now trying to find it. Donald Trump Jr. is still up. They didn't take that down. But, yeah, Trump is still taken down. And I, could you find anything with Rogan? Or You're probably watching clips of it. But it, he went for over an hour, and they were only supposed to do a half hour. I don't know anything about Trump going on Rogan. I could have swore I saw it. I'm getting so much, like... Who, where did you think you saw it? I thought it was a Jimmy Dore headline. One day ago, Trump really going on Joe Rogan. So somebody's talking about it. Yeah. Okay, okay, here. Is Trump really going on Joe Rogan? For, here, let's just play this. It's a four-minute-long video. And what are you doing? Ads? Yeah, right of now? course I got ads, yeah. You got to pay for YouTube Red. I'm not ready. I'm not happy with the way YouTube censoring content right now. Yeah, it's true. They do censor some content. Called uh, Full Sand Podcast. Nice. By the way, good tip of the hat. Nice get. They got the former president. We can't of the United just play States. his episode. And he gave Joe Rogan <laughs> some. It's like four uh, minutes long. Do you want to find out whether or not Joe Rogan's going on Jimmy Dore or not? I feel like we've asked this audience. Like our, our audience wants to know. When I don't have any answer. This is where I saw it. I didn't actually listen to it yet. Uh, so you just saw that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can't just play f- his content on our show. We're giving him credit. <laughs> which, if you like that, then you're gonna want to go listen to it more. Yeah. We're not benefiting from it at all. We're just trying to provide a follow-up to a conversation that we didn't mean to open up, and now we have. 
That's your call. I I'm, I got. It's, I'm reading the description right now. He's gonna say that there's. It's just talk. There's Rogan side nor Trump side can confirm any such. They haven't been able to confirm bookings with either side. But that conversations right are ongoing. The description. The conversation. He thinks. I mean, he might know more because he's friends with Rogan. Yeah, that's why I was going but to him as saying, a source here. But he's but saying you can't. You can't. He. It's saying they don't have any proof. So I, there's no confirmation. I, well, I guess that. so. We won't play it on our show. If you thought that was interesting, go listen to it. Yeah. Because I don't think Craig cleared that up at all. I, I'm going to I just go, told you what he's going to say, but I condensed yeah, it into and one I, sentence. Yeah, I got to listen to the tone to tell whether or not he actually believes it. Or he does skits. Like He puts out like calls with Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Or he'll have people call in and pretend to be other people. And sometimes I think they're real news. It's Colbert-ish. We will listen to it and it's like... I don't know why Trump even wants to go on Joe Rogan. His show's not that big. He should come on our show. Uh, with Joe, our with show's big. I was going to say, now, if, if if he's willing to go on Joe Rogan, that means he's going to be willing to go on tougher podcasts than Full Sun. Like Call Your Own Foul. Yeah, exactly. Put a little more grill still. Which, <laughs> it's open interview for Hunter if he wanted to come do his book. But yeah, where's Hunter? That let, We'll end with why I think this book is worth getting into. I'm not going to get into this book No, myself. No, you're not. I'm reading some different books right now on how our medical professionals are trained improperly, pretty much. My goal in the way that I present it is going to be to try to get you interested. To me, there is endless... Th- this wormhole goes deep. And if you're watching the network news, you're only yeah, paying how attention are you to gonna modern movies. Inter- interesting. We got to incorporate... Car- we need camera. Yeah, I, I got to be able to put up soon. the pictures. There's going to be some nefarious characters that you have to see them pop up again and again to realize their importance. Mm-hmm. Once you see that... This narrative really ties in everything. Like, you really have the, at, at the center of it, you have the vice president's son who is moving into a third world country, basically a border country between the East and the West, and taking a job as a board member on an energy sector of natural gas. Mm-hmm. Now, we shut down the Keystone Pipeline here in America. We've halted some natural gas drilling here in Pennsylvania all in the name of democratic ideals. Here you have John Kerry and Joe Biden's sons partnering to join a Ukrainian natural gas firm Mm -hmm. that, as Putin would describe in the Burisma chapter, a middle finger straight to Putin. And five years later, Putin is occupying those exact energy fields as Hunter's dad and John Kerry are leading our country, leading the Green New Deal. So we're making ourselves more energy independent. While Ukraine, who we thought was their energy was being farmed from the likes of Hunter Biden, that's all getting taken back right now. Mm. That was all when we've been talking the fight in the Donbass, when Putin says he feels entitled to this land. It's just that natural energy Russia needs. If all of a sudden that natural energy was grabbed by the, the European Union, you put some weapons and Europe is twice as strong as Russia. Mm-hmm. So they had to go down and get, like, in, in Putin's mind state, he had to secure fertilizer, wheat, and natural gas. And that is all there on the Azov Sea. Mm-hmm. So for five years until 2019, Hunter Biden had been in charge of those energy fields in complete opposition to Putin. At the same time that his father's party, who wasn't in charge, was accusing Trump of being a Russian spy because of his association with Paul Manafort, who was overthrown a week 
before Hunter Biden was put on Burisma. And there was a phone call with Hunter six months before that, where he first got offered the Burisma role before it was possible, when it was owned by the state, which what I'm going to attempt to to. I mean, you're not even going though. You're like you're talking like you're trying to sell the this this side podcast that we're going to do on the book. Yeah. But like, there's little literally breaking news right now within the last day of the guy who gave up the computer repairman who told yeah. the FBI they should probably look at this laptop. Yeah. He Blind is fi- um, I think he's about to file for uh, bankruptcy. Oh Jesus! Because he's been um intimidated by liberals like death threats and everything and like had to get protection what's this guy's name um john paul mack isaac that's a pretty freaking long name the, and he says he's lost his store he now faces bankruptcy after being victimized in an intimidation campaign once his findings went public what well, i guess and the point of the shows I'm going to do mm-hmm. is, is they are not going to include any information from the laptop. I am concerned that that is food for the poisonous loom and that it actually is going to get all of his other crimes wiped off. He's going to claim deep fakes. He's going to claim there was Russian interference. I think you have photo evidence of the crimes he committed in Burisma. His book is a way to obfuscate away from that and just highlight his drug abuse. And that on that laptop... What about when he overpaid a prostitute $25,000? If you're going to try and convince the middle, the majority of Americans do are not that heavy on prosecuting people for prostitution. Well, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't say we prosecute... Use or marijuana use, they just don't care. But we can obviously tell that he's kind of an idiot Where for I don't, overpaying. I don't care what he spent the money on. Where did he get the money from? Fox and the people who are pursuing him are too hung up on what he was spending his illegal money on. What they need to be spending their time on is how he got the money. To sp- I don't care if he's spending on something completely legitimate. Mm-hmm. If he was making Ill- illegal money and then donating it to a cancer foundation, I don't care whether or not he was spending that on prostitutes, cocaine, or some Bill Gates foundation, some Hillary Clinton AIDS African American foundation, and in not African American Africa, some Bono he claims to have worked for the World Food Program and Bono. I don't really care about the charity work. The thing is, is the it's weird to so like the Trump story or the notch, I guess in that case, what the thing is, is Republicans get hung up on the drug use and then Democrats go, well, really, you want to impeach the president because his son did coke? Mm-hmm. That sounds ridiculous. If you want to impeach the president because his son made a ton of illegal deals to fund his cocaine habit, that's a much better line of argument. But just taking the moral ground, that's why right now Hunter's still getting away with it. And he uses the N word in. Over the, I, I could not. That was one of the initial things with Joe Rogan. I could not even believe that the Democratic Party, with the president's son being the most prolific, we have the sound bites of him using it too. He, and you, he so you know, you know, Joe then is the same way because that's a that's a, something like you, the next generation doesn't just pick up and become a racist. Well, that's a, one of the theories is I think kind of want to be a rapper, but the thing is he was too privileged, as no one could really believe that Hunter was coming from the streets. So that meant that he either needed to make up a lie or start committing crimes himself to make himself look a little tougher than he was. 
maybe decide to sell coke as the United States senator's son when you're in college. Dude, that would get you some straight. People need right? to look at some of these text messages and stuff. It's insane. He's but responding to people who are saying that's why we are searching. They're like, what? Is, they're searching for his penis. Hmm? <laughs> what? Dude, I can't. Uh, dude, these texts are wild. The point of they can't find his. Well, no, they said they will always be searching for his penis, and he says it's a big penis, George. They always find it, and I only love you because you're black. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I remember those now. That was that's <laughs> like a couple years. That was before the election. All of the all of that came out before the election. It was labeled fake news, and you weren't allowed to spread it online. Yeah, it's, but there was literally nothing like that for the Trump Russia. No, it was the total shit. opposite. It was the total. Instead, they actually censored the investigation to Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. It's just we didn't find out the depth to the extent to which she was being investigated until. She it's amazing what what bullcrap the media is. Oh God, they we, have videos of him with the prostitute. We've in the been. Room. I, we talked about this in the show. Yeah, he, I know. He goes just, through all the like when you read the book. This is intentional. He wants this. This is not enough to impeach a president. Well, None yeah. of this is impeachable. Burisma energy deals that right now Ukraine Burisma is getting repoed by Russia and Joe Biden is sitting on his goddamn hands as the neocons scream on Fox and CNN to blow the fuck out of the Russian army. This is the first time I can remember CNN and Fox agreeing on something, telling the White House to do it, and they're not. It's very frustrating as a watcher because if you're sympathizing with the Ukrainian people, you just want to get them help. They're saying they need one thing, and Joe Biden is not sending it to them. Mm-hmm. And Vladimir Putin is going about this uh, this occupation as if there's no threat of retaliation. And I think that might be because he knows he has Biden and the DNC by the balls, and they can't do shit right now. Mm-hmm. Is is that, that we are we are guilty when you go back and like I said, watch Ukraine on fire, winter on fire. One gives the side from the Russians. The other gives the side from the NATO American allies. And you pick. If you actually care about this topic and you're sitting around going, I don't want to be a fool for watching Anderson Cooper or Jesse Waters and taking a hardline stance, go watch these documentaries. They are really good. They're really well put together. This was our lifetimes. 2014, 2013, that was just seven years ago. And quite frankly, when you look at the way that January 6th worked out, the way that the Mueller report worked out, is is we haven't accepted, it, but if you take let's say we didn't accept George Bush in two thousand and one, because in two thousand because of the hanging chats, we didn't ex- accept Obama in two thousand eight because he wasn't born here, we didn't accept Trump in twenty sixteen because he was a Russian hack, in twenty twenty the whole election was fixed by God knows who the Q knows, but that so out of one two three four five six election cycles four were contested. Mm-hmm. Ukraine is every two years they contest it, and they keep protesters out in the streets for months in the middle of winters carrying tico, t- uh, tiki torches. There's a neo-Nazi narrative mixed in there because you have on one hand, there's a Democrats that want to align with NATO. There's Republicans, Russophiles, that want to align with Russia. Then there's like a nationalists that they refer to almost like the libertarians that they hate Russians and Europeans, and they want to cleanse the world of everybody. They are most aligned to the Germans, and they did the dirty work over in Russia during World War II. 
Here's a fun fact to end off the show. Out of all the people that died from the Allies in World War II, so that's Great Britain, that's um, uh, Russia, America, the not Russia, the USSR. Mm. Between America and the USSR, how many casualties? Wasn't uh, it six uh, grand? Uh, well, I think the reports uh, are spread. Let me ask this. Let me ask this question better. Out of every five deaths, how many of them do you think were Russians? How many of them do you think were uh, Europeans or American? Why Americans? What? Why would they be Americans? Well, a lot. We called the Greatest Generation our veterans that mm. went to win the war. Oh, you're. I thought you were talking like right now. Okay. No, no, I'm talking World War Two. Is yeah. what do you think? Who do you think spilled more blood? Um, probably. Because it's we don't we we learned Japan. the American side. Japan probably it's spilled. A, the it's a small country. They don't have that much blood to spill. But we also dropped two bombs. We did. But that when you consider the holo- when the Holocaust were tens of thousands of people slaughtered. I mean, a lot of them, Americans a lot of them, Russian Jews. Like the the so I guess I was beating around the answer there. Russians spilled blood at a four to one rate to Americans in World War Two. So if you're looking at who deserves credit, we both do. But what doesn't make sense is the next eighty years we'd fight each other. When we allied to get rid of the Nazis. Mm-hmm. And that's where there's so much confusion right now when Putin's saying he's denazifying. The regions he's taking over are they were actually they're actual descendants of Nazis who were not persecuted during the Nuremberg trials. The Nuremberg trials only applied to Germany, not the Ukraine. The Ukraine was split is they made an agreement at first they signed an alliance with Russia after World War One. To chop up Ukraine in two. I feel like there's a lot of details about ro- World War Two that I don't know. A lot. Based and on looking at, like, it, like, it wasn't taught to us because they only no. taught us the information that... E- axes versus allies. That's easy to understand. Good versus bad. Nazis bad. America good. What about the commies in the Soviet Union that signed on board with us? I'm. What about the French who became Nazis? Yeah. There's a lot of you could go back to the Civil War. There's that's why Oliver Stone. You would love Oliver Stone if you actually went and watched some of these. He does untold histories of the have, United States. Like how do you have the time to do that? That's the, th- the problem. This is one of those. If you're wa- listening to it while you work, it, it. Yeah, but I can't do that. You don't have, and you don't. I thought you listened to the podcast. While I'm working. Yeah. Like if I'm working alone at my properties, but not when I'm at work. I can't. I used to, but not now. Why can't you now? Because I have to be able to communicate with the people I'm working with. You can listen to something and not. Com- well, they they listen to music, so. I mean, most people don't want to listen to podcasts. Oh, okay. okay. I'm unique. I would say. I well, no. I think a lot of people like podcasts. I, I'm not saying that's wrong. I was just but to be playing it like at the work site, I think a lot of people don't like that. Yeah. There's probably more people who are yeah, not depend- in the podcast. Okay, than yeah, I guess, yeah, depending on who and how. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people aren't paying attention. Um, yeah, I get that. Uh, the thing with the stone is, is Oliver Stone. A lot of people are talking about this subject right now just after watching 15 minutes of news. And it is it is interesting. There's a lot of different tangents you can go on. There's a lot of different, like like, factions involved in this fight. There's a lot of history involved in this. There are some good documentaries out there. You just have to go out and find them. 
And that's why I'm trying to encourage people to go watch those two because specifically they're meant to counter each other. Full send should get Roger Stone to come on after Trump. I mean, I'm sure they could, but that would be a that would be a pretty big downgrade. You think? I think so. I think it'd be a pretty interesting. I think they also got to worry about getting too far right. Uh, in that podcast, it seems like they're embracing. They're just embracing their okay. audience is right wing. Okay. Okay. Because Trump was like, sense. you're probably have a pretty liberal audience, you're pretty young, and Kyle was like, I don't think so. He's like, I think our audience is pretty right wing. He's like, they, they would actually give us, he thinks they would probably get more hate from having on a Democrat than a Republican. Okay. Okay. I wonder how many of their audience vote, actually show up and vote. That's don't just have a landing. That's, that's what's important for no, our age. They probably don't. For our age group, that that's the thing of value is, okay, yeah, you got a lot of support, but will those people that support you take one day out of the year to go stay in line for half an hour and vote for you? If they can pull Donald Trump, and that means there's something in Donald Trump's polling numbers that says, I got to make an appearance here. I think Joe Rogan is a Well, character. no, 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 no. Uh, it's the friendships, the relationships they've made. They have a really good relationship with Dana White. Okay. So Dana White's really good friends with Trump. Dana White does a lot to help I them. Dana promote. White's better friends with Rogan. Well, yeah, he's really good friends with Rogan too. Yeah. So if but Tr- he's really good. If Trump was playing through Dana, Dana White, White is the reason the full send boys got on Trump's airplane. But, it, but if Trump was playing through Dana White for clout chasing, he'd just go straight to Rogan. Why would you like? Do you think you get a lot more full send people that don't watch Rogan? I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you're trying to get as many people in as one interview as you can. So if you know that everybody that watches Four Sand watches Joe Rogan, and then there's a whole bunch of other But people, I don't think Joe Rogan's that concerned about getting Trump on. I think if Trump wanted to ask Dana White to get me on a Joe Rogan podcast the next time he could. That might have already happened, but Tr- Joe Rogan might not want to do. He he wasn't gonna leave. He wasn't gonna go to the White House. He talked about this. Trump wanted him to go to and the White House in a time Trump, frame. Trump with the full send boys, they only had a 30, 30 minutes with him. He went an hour, but um, they they said they only had thirty minutes with him. Joe Rogan. Joe's not gonna accept. Joe Rogan's that. requirement is ninety minutes for politicians. You have to do at least ninety, and I think Trump could handle that. He should do three. He should. He should even if you just do ninety and you go as long as you can. But the, the whole thing, I think Rogan's conditions are you're going to come to him and you have to do an hour and a half. And I think that's fair. I that If Trump can't do that, then he doesn't deserve to run. Mm. That's one of those, like, you got to figure a way to do this. And he's getting, and I trust when you watch Rogan, who uh, interviewed liberals, mm-hmm. bring up climate change activists, he doesn't offend them. He doesn't take cheap shots. He doesn't all of a sudden become a partisan hack. He actually tries to make everybody comfortable. So he wouldn't lead with trying to make Trump feel uncomfortable. But at the same time, at some point, he's going to have to get around to Q. Like, he has to. He spent too much time on his show talking about it. You can't have the guy here who's at the center of it and not ask him a question. And and the only way Trump can run again is if he can figure out a way to address this. Unless Trump's requesting that he doesn't bring the topic up. Which I'm sure that happens with Rogan's podcast is that, like, Mr. Beast. Fascinating. like Fascinating. He was very worried about getting into anything controversial. Have you ever seen you a pi- Have you ever time. seen a picture of the guy? I never. Yeah, I, I didn't know, know what he looked like before. I just knew him as like some like gatekeeper of the internet, he just and like, he just figured out the algorithms. Well, he gives away a ton of stuff. But. Oh yeah, he gives away all kinds of stuff. But like, I didn't know what what does he do? What does he look like? What's his goal? What's his aim? What's his agenda? I'm only forty minutes in, and I still don't know. But it's an interesting. He's the, just he's just building a brand. What, he's building a but, YouTube but, company. But, what's the brand 
He's a YouTuber. That's not a brand. YouTube is a company. No, he is. Like, that's what, just what he does. He's a YouTuber. He just creates content. He's an, an entertainer. If you just filmed grass growing and called it content, you could make But he gets a lot of views, so he's an entertainer. And he does a good job. So is he a comedian? Well, no. He's, is he an actor? I think he's more of a philanthropist. Is he a producer? No, he's not. I, that's, and that was where it got a little cheesy. I, I paused when it got into he doesn't accept money. He just keeps all putting it back into the business, reinvesting yeah. it. Well, trying to make more money. I, I Spare me that. I, I, don't, I don't really trust that. Anybody that calls himself a philanthropist, I don't trust it. Bill Gates, if you want to donate money to the people that you think need money, you can do it. Well, he didn't call himself that. He calls himself a YouTuber. He's just an entertainer. Well, when you, I'm talking more when you talk about your charitable givings and you advertise them, you're not doing I mean, that. that's what his whole thing is. But that's for brand. You're not doing that out of the goodness of your heart. You're doing it to boost your brand so you can make more money and but then ideally give more money to get back to charities. Right, he's using it, but you have to do that sometimes to make to yeah. make it bigger. Well, yeah, but we get mad at the Trump organization. When, I think it's I think when it's, Trump did that yeah. with his charities I think and it's the wrong. Clintons did I think it you with their given private. When the Clintons did it with their foundations, when the Trumps do it with theirs, once you start writing off taxes and trying to take public credit and you're getting some kind of tax discount because you're a philanthropist. That's not uh, you lose that title for me right at, at that point. At that point, you're making a business deal for your brand, and I get that so too. His his title is an American YouTuber, internet personality, businessman, and philanthropist. So that that that's that does not. I, I knew that before the podcast. That gives me nothing. Well, he also has brand like he right. has a burger brand. Um, like I, when you say a brand, can you like if you act if you, Mr. Beast Burger. What is the Mr. Beast? How would you describe Mr. Beast is his brand? It's like how Nelk is full sense. And you've struggled with this also. What is the brand? Well, I just don't think you understand what internet branding is. That's what the problem is. No, I I don't understand. Um, like Rogan has a brand. Yes, I could define that. How? Okay, Rogan's brand generally libertarian and questioning. More of a he he's considered a meathead but what, because he works out. But what um, meatheads like him because he takes complicated subjects and explains them in a very easy to uh, a layman's man, a layman's perspective. Mm -hmm. Curie curiosity. So do you even know the, the name of his brand? The Joe Rogan experience? No. Higher primate. OK. That's what his whole like apparel thing is and everything. Like if you buy any of his his merch, it's higher primate. OK. What's the significance of that? But that's the brand. Well, what's a higher primate? What I would say that is a intellectual strongman. He gets called a meathead by his adversaries, and the people that look up to him tend to worship almost everything that he says. And isn't what is the other company he's always talking about? He's he is with. Um, he's a lot. I mean, they had a lot. He's I'm not a talking lot about advertisers. I'm not talking about sponsors. I'm talking about he has. But would you not say your advertising? He owns the one company. Would you not say your Is it on it? I think on it is the one he's he also is owner of. I think. Or does on it have something? Yeah, let's see here. Is on it owned? He's a co founder of on it, so yeah. And that's like um you don't know what on it is? No. He doesn't he's not good. I would not consider Joe Rogan a good marketer. I mean, I, I buy on it brand stuff. Like, I think but he, it's like, he, um, he definitely has a brand, but not in the sense of an actor or 
these things that you're describing, like higher primate, that sounds like a workout. It's the same thing as Mr. Beast's burger, like Mr. Beast as the brand. What's, okay, what's the difference between a Mr. Beast burger and a Mr. Least burger? Mr. East. What does that mean? Like when, when you throw Mr. Beast on something, what should I expect from it? Besides, it's going to get a lot of views on YouTube. In what regard? It's not a YouTube. It, it's, it's a burger brand. He's selling burgers. He also does a thing that's like Grubhub and stuff where local businesses, like restaurants that were struggling during, he started it during coronavirus, but local businesses that needed extra income were able to order all of his materials and ingredients for things like the burger. And then people could order and they delivered it and they charged. So they make a percentage, right? Using his brand to make money. And he said he like helped a lot of uh, companies by doing that. I, I mean, I, that's good. I think, um, I, I, he was talking about how he gets the, his voice done in like 10 different languages. Yeah. He has a so you can get viewed around the, so like, okay, so I guess I would say his brand is virality. Just giving stuff away. Ma no, making things viral. Yeah, He yeah. can make like mundane, mm -hmm. stupid things that other people would look at and go, that's not going to get any views. And he can make and get a ton of views. Because mm -hmm. so he, he knows what the... He, did you get to the part where he talked about um, where they went and just experimented with how what got more views like if a yeah. brighter thumbnail got yeah more yeah views like he just spent like literally the ten thousand hours that's yeah. the malcolm gladwell thing the concept but that's that important information like it, if we're gonna try to make our podcast bigger we should probably watch those videos or if you just want to no, ignore see, i mean if you ignore that information i would say that's incredibly ignorant. no no see but that's what to generate the actual original information that he has mm. i can't put those ten thousand hours in I'm 30 years old. Well, no, he he puts I can't no. He do has do this with thumbs now. I don't have that time to go put, through and test. No, that. Like, no. He says he put he put the information that he learned from those 10,000 yeah, hours so on YouTube. I would hire a Mr. Beast to do the Mr. Beast like. But things. you could just watch his YouTube and learn what he d does. It would take me 10,000 hours no, to won't. be able to tell what color is most effective for a thumbnail. No, he's going to tell you what the color is. He already did the research. He, he'll tell you. He'll tell you he found. If he, I don't know what it is yet, I haven't watched. I was going to say like going to watch, this, but it, say it's brighter thumbnail. He's going okay. to tell you that we discovered that the brighter thumbnail Listen, gets more views. If we, you don't have to put in the ten thousand hours because he did it for you already. I right. If we can incorporate Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast's wisdom to making ourselves relevant on the internet, but there's no way you can. Me? There's no way you could believe that you can, uh, without dumb luck create a big show on the internet without following the algorithms that other people like him have done. And if they're going to give you the information for free, why wouldn't you use it? What well, I'm saying is it took him 10,000 hours to come up with that algorithm. He's not giving it out for free. He does. He says he we'll does. We'll see. I don't. He's, it's already that, out. That, it's already. You can't. You're, you're just. It's already out. Like he already has done videos explaining. Okay. Then stuff. so we should just be able to watch it yeah, apply yeah. and it'll work. It should, right? Yeah. He okay. says that people do it all the time. So we'll do. He it. says so many people are just. I think he said they're just stubborn. Just don't. They just don't do it. They're, it's a self-help genre. You're pro You're gonna have a problem with it because you're gonna think it might degrade the the intellectual avenue of what you're. If it adds to the to audience, it, its results will show. I have suspect. I'm suspect whether it will actually do anything. This is this comes across as a little bit of phony self help stuff to me. This is a little bit of if they change that algorithm, if they don't like you, and they don't want Mr. Beast to be successful, they'll just change the algorithms and they'll take his success away. That that's my logic. There. Yeah, but if you're a it's brand just, new YouTuber, um, it's, it's, it's a hack. It's a hack in a video game, and some people get it, 
and once you get that hack, you have it for a finite amount of time. Bitcoin is this but that's not, to a I, lot of people. I don't think you're realizing that, is that these vi your video is going to get shared to random people. Unless and you talk about anti-vaccine and you're not allowed to share it all. But it's still, at first, it's going to get shared to the same amount of people any other video does. No. No matter what. Because they don't just go and watch your video. No. There's way too many videos. They can videos. shut down your account. No, if, you're wrong. You're absolutely you wrong. If you get Mr. B strat, we just... If you get big enough... And then they shut down your account and you can't get any information have, to anybody. I'm talking about getting to the point where they even care to watch your video. And I would say you get to that point... They're not point, watching your video you, you when get, you're brand new. You get to that point by talking about subjects that other people aren't talking about. In my mind, I know there's one way that you talk about the How? same. In your mind, we talk about the same su subjects that everyone else talks about better, but more in line with the algorithm to get you, more clicks. But you, I'm saying you pick subjects that are not covered enough. So, the, it, but the problem is, is that you have to engage at first whenever it kicks your video to these random people. G they're giving you a chance. I question now, whether or not they kick these videos unless it's a message they want. They, let, they don't it's know. They, they're not going to know your message. They're not going to watch your video, Greg. There's way too many videos on YouTube. They don't have enough manpower. They can't do it. When it gets it's impossible. When it gets big, they... they when it gets big. But how do you... trending. I'm talking and about... And they shut down what's trending. You don't just start trending. You, the video has... It's going to get... You're going to post online and it's going to kick it to like certain people in the world. They're just going to... It's going to randomly put that video in front of somebody. You have to get that person to engage. So it has to be an interesting video. If you if it's not interesting, they're not going to watch. They're not, if it, the thumbnail doesn't catch their eye, they're not going to click on it. And then your video is never going to get to the point where it's, it's trending. Interesting for you don't just saying, get to be trending. If what it's interesting for is saying vaccines don't work, they will not allow it. You will get your account kicked if you start trending. With too many people seeing an anti-vax message. Well, no. No, th they let those videos get big. They just don't pay you. I mean, uh, You're just not going to get paid by you, YouTube. You know that they've suspended, like, Robert Kennedy, he doesn't have a Facebook account. Trump, oh, yeah. Trump doesn't have a Twitter. But you get... He doesn't, it's not like he doesn't get paid. Trump didn't get paid for using Twitter. He needed Twitter to communicate with an audience. But YouTube will pay you. Like, if you stay within their guidelines, they th will th pay th you. Th that's, that's what I'm saying is bullshit. You shouldn't. Their guidelines are bullshit. Oh, I, I agree with you. But like that, I agree with you. But so I'm not concerned about meeting all Mr. B's standards. If at the end of the day, the video won't play if the content is not accepted by the platform. But if you don't follow the algorithm way of growing it, it doesn't matter what your content is because it's never going to grow. It's a pickle. You have to do it's the process. Word. You have to at least give it a shot. You can't just throw it out and say it's a scam. We can try. Those people, well, no, have, they've proven Frank, that they do it over and over and over again. We can again. try that now. I'm very confident that my our vaccine information was correct and would have got us suspended. Had we been promoting it, like you're saying, yeah, it we would not have been, been flagged quicker. Yeah, we would have got kicked off for yes. sure. So, we, it, it's, so starting as nobodies, we were not going to be able to establish our reputation on taking an unpopular stance. You're just not going to be able to talk about things that are not allowed by That's YouTube That's where I wanted YouTube. to do the Ukraine. It's because right now, the information that is most relevant is not being discussed by all the people allowed to talk about it. They tried... But, and, so if there's any information that you feel is going to get you banned from YouTube, you have to probably just make that section cut out of the YouTube video and put it just on Spotify. Oh, you know, uh, yeah, the, the, see, I'm, I'm having trouble. Like, okay, the Vax things, though, we were on the same page. That we both agreed that the Vax was going in a bad place quickly. Yeah. That passports, mandates, and all that were coming. We don't agree on Ukraine. I think this is going to be a three or four year story. 
that we're going to deal with everything that happens for the next four years of a Democratic presidency is going to be blamed on this conflict. Okay, that's fine, but what does that matter? Well, right now, there's a bunch of news related to it. Are you saying it. you're not allowed to talk about that news? I've been trying to. I cannot get on subject. We keep getting derailed by trying to get popular for clicks and talking about current events that I cannot get through this subject coherently. I mean, we spent an hour or something. We on that maybe ten. Topic. No, we didn't. We we, we did we a spent whole episode. A half an hour. We did a whole episode, and it didn't get any views. That th- because we didn't actually complete the thoughts. It wasn't enough. It was an. I intro. didn't even talk. No, you didn't. I sat you, and you just let not, you go. You you were playing on the computer while I was talking. Yeah, I was just letting you talk. About I it. need you to participate. But if I don't know anything about it, what? Ask questions like a class. The goal is I'm teaching a class. People listening know nothing. Yeah. I have an extended knowledge about it. I would like to, I want people to learn it because I think it's going to be important to them. The thing is, is it's been droned into their heads that it's not interesting and they should just pick one side. But you also have to remember, you're you're expecting me to become interested in something really late at night after I work all day and I'm super tired. And it's something I'm not, like I don't care about Ukraine. Sometimes saving American democracy requires staying up a little bit later. Our founding fathers, you know, it was one of those. It wasn't like, well, we can't fight. The British are coming at 11 o'clock at night. I got to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'll wake up and fight the war tomorrow. Personally, I don't really care what's going on in Ukraine. I I mean, I care that the Biden... You care where your tax dollars go. Yeah, I care about the Biden well, like well, ten scam million, stuff, ten million dollars were just sent to Ukraine. Ten billion dollars were just sent to Ukraine to give them weapons for yeah, a battle they can't gonna, win. Yeah, but that's because we elected an idiot. twenty mil, twenty billion sir, would solve homelessness. We've been dumping money into the Ukraine for fifteen. But that's years. what the American people supposedly want. If this but election was real, it. that's what they want. We don't know it. We don't realize that we have been paying American and Russian oligarchs in the Ukraine for thirty years. Yeah, but it's not talked about. Since they became a country, the year Bill Clinton was admitted in, and Bill Clinton decided to expand NATO and we start a fight to, with Russia. But don't we just give money to everyone? So what is no? It's these not th- unique. That's where Ukraine. You because when you look at Ukraine, it looks like Kansas. You don't think that this is the equivalent of Somalia. This is the equivalent of Iran. This is the equivalent of Venezuela. This is a border country. The the since neither the East or the West run it, they're ran by criminal organizations like the Taliban. There is no formal government structure that can get into place. But since Ukraine doesn't look like those other countries, since there it's neo-Nazis killing Russians, just white people killing white people, it doesn't get the same, it's not as sexy, it doesn't get the same news traction. But all those elements are still there. And the news could be covering it, a lot of people could be covering it. That's why I like to emphasize Jimmy Dore and Russell Brand, because they are. Joe Rogan's been behind it. But I think Joe Rogan needs a break. I think he's been way too much in political hot water. He did a good job with the climate change people. He did a good job for the vac stance. But I think he just wants to get back to more traditional shows. Yeah. This is, he had Oliver Stone on a couple months ago. That's why I kept bringing him up is this guy is a really cool guy that used to be very popular in democratic circles until he had an interview with Putin. And then similar to Tulsi, he just got blacklisted. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I don't know when we'll get more into I guess I, I gotta get I gotta find someone interested in it. I can't have this conversation with somebody who doesn't care about it. Yeah. I get while America doesn't, and the thing is is we're gonna turn into the Ukraine. And then we're all gonna sit around and wonder why. And then I'm gonna sit here and go for That would be a good two idea. Two years now like, I have you, been do saying Do you know that, anybody interested in it? No. That's the problem. No, no. Because if we had somebody <laughs> no. who's interested in it, they would come on the show and talk no, to us. Nobody about cares. It. Nobody cares. Yeah. Just just me, me and Hunter. 
because there's nothing Name we can Hunter. do about it. It's a corrupt government system. We've elected a te- we can we elected somebody who has a long we record can learn of being from history. Corrupt. We can learn from history, and right now we which, don't learn from history. What's going We've on in the Ukraine is very similar to what's going on here, and we are getting very January sixth was very close to what happened six years ago in the cap in Kiev, the currently capital under siege. Mm-hmm. They currently have Russian tanks surrounding them. Six years ago, they had a peaceful protest have a violent overthrow you with the alliance of neo-Nazis to get rid of Russian support. What was Russia's response? They sat and they waited until Joe Biden, who his son, after Joe Biden ran that violent coup, his son became the president of an energy company on the border of Russia. But we all we all know that. No, we don't. We don't. Who doesn't know that? Well, Alex Where Burisma's that, at? No, I don't think when people talk about Burisma and when people talk about, they talk about how he got caught doing cocaine and having threesomes on a laptop in the Ukraine. That's not illegal. What is illegal is is us funding the neo-Nazis to overthrow a Russian regime and then put in a sympathetic head of state that would hire Joe Biden's son to be in charge of the natural gas (laughs) in Russia. We do this all the time. It's not unique. This is not a unique thing. Obama did this. What's unique is right now, we and the Ukrainian people are feeling the consequences. Hunter Biden, gas prices Hillary high, Clinton, yeah. and Ru- and um, uh, Vladimir Putin are not feeling the consequences of what's happening right now. Right. The Ukrainian people and the American people. The Ukrainian people in bomb shelters and the American people paying an extra $2 of gas thinking we're the helping American them. The American people want to the pay more Do gas. We, and, like that, and that's where if you are not getting paid by the DNC or the RNC, you're a populist lefty, you're a, po- you're a Bernie or a Trumper, before you go out throwing your blue and yellow flag screaming unity with the Ukraine, please watch Ukraine on fire, winter on fire. They're dueling documentaries from five years ago, and they were meant to explain what was an act of war, what was an act of war on behalf of the NATO allies that was spun at the time. And in Hunter's book, he spends it himself. I am I am excited for the podcast series with Hunter's book, and I will be into that. I forgot it today. I forgot I'm, today. I'm going to be very into that when we okay. do that. That'll be something that's completely separate from Call Your Info. I'm I'm interested and, in that. And, and we can That'll get the camera. Fun. We'll get live. That'll be good. But I'm telling you, the war with Russia and Ukraine right now, I don't even understand why it's on the news the way it is. It's under th- this is no different from anything else that goes on in the world all the time. The- we do this stuff to countries constantly. This is not new. We have no moral high ground. If you voted for I'm, Joe I'm Biden, I'm not like disagree. if you voted for Joe Biden, you should not be whining about Ukraine being under attack. I, I'm, you support this stuff. I'm not disagreeing with that. Yeah. I'm just saying that not in every one of these instances, we don't have an impeachment of a president based off his pursuing these. Is Trump saw well, yeah, this information, pursued it, and they impeached him yeah. for trying to interfere with Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. Trying to, even though he just has legitimate questions, yeah, Hunter would put out, and that's what why. I think well, that's what we're gonna get into with the book. He, after he was already, he, but that's a separate podcast. He, he's that's currently under investigation, and he decided to publish this book, where I think he bore, not only does he incriminate himself, he might incriminate the entire party, and the argument might. But be, it won't matter. They'll still show up and reason, vote for them again. The reason they're I mean, all still gonna show up and vote for them. In my, you, you know that. In my diluted mind, in my diluted mind, we can get enough senators. To go through this fact pattern, that this could lead to, at the very you, least, the impeachment of. Do Joe you Biden. think for one second Alec will hear all this? He might even believe you and agree with it, and he'll he'll. It's in the book. He'll see that stuff. Do you think for one second he's not going to still vote for 
the same people I'm who not are talking, at all. I, I'm talking. Um, He's your in, average Democrat voter. I'm talking, very I'm talking misinformed. I'm not talking voting. I'm talking impeachment here. They're not going to impeach him. He's not getting impeached. Joe? Yeah, Joe Biden. Yes, I think the debate is, is whether or not, if, if you're going to impeach Joe Biden, how are you going to let Kamala Harris replace him? They're not going to impeach him. I don't buy it. Uh, that's the go- what, the go- the investigation of Hunter Biden. We took down Cuomo. Fauci's on the run. He currently we have bio labs in the Ukraine. Apparently, we were working with well, China. This is your opportunity. We were working with China on bio labs in eastern Ukraine. This is your opportunity to break the story to really make it a big deal. But you have to do you have to do the process of building an audience. Like if you don't have an audience, there's no you have my, it's on the internet and you have your record of it, but it doesn't do anything. Agree. I you know. not only are our past topics and the things we were correct about shadow banned, I have, as we've been over multiple times, zero social media experience. Yeah. So even if the content's there, it's not gonna get out. It's not gonna get out with some without some help. And if we don't put something concrete together like an investigation where we just explain what is new about the hunter information, what you could ha- add to the Oliver Stone documentary. Right now, I'm just establishing a record. Just learn from Mr. Beast. That that seeing that now that if you can, if you think you can learn from Mr. Beast, then apply it. That's why I would. Do. To me, I've read I've, I've read in a lot I've, a lot of this information. But it has to be inter- inter- entertaining content. And I don't know what I don't find. Got to keep him. Hooked. I don't find any of his content entertaining. I have not seen not, any video that he no, has put out, and I've looked at that, that and said that should have any amount of views. But think like. Joe Rogan's podcast is a lot more funny because he cracks jokes a lot during it. And he makes he does like things that are Yes, just Joe Rogan was a comedian before he was a podcaster. Right. So you gotta think about what is the entertaining route. And of I do I do that. That's not that Mr. Beach was not talking about what a funny joke was. He was talking about how to get a funny joke to a lot of people. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I and I don't and I'm listening to that and I don't get it because if your funny joke is not a subject matter that does not fall under the algorithm something that is preferred by the system, you don't get played. It doesn't matter wh- how many colors you change it to. If the title is anti-vaccine, I, I don't think Mr. Beast could make it viral. No, I don't. I don't, I, I don't think if you came out and said Putin is right because I don't think that we would, are wrong in the Ukraine. I, I don't, don't think you could make that packageable in any way that would be allowed to go viral. That's the problem is because that's not something people, the American people aren't going to click on that. They, the majority of people are trying to click on Ukraine. You, there's no doubt that content for Ukraine is the number one thing on social media. It's only pro Ukraine really? content. Really? Yeah. It's getting pushed. I'm like not seeing B- it. Then, Biden, that's what I'm Biden saying. just like, had, I'm not Biden just stuff. had an interview with 30 TikTok influencers. I saw that. Yeah. So that Jen Psaki could explain to them what the messaging is. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the story. You cannot like it. It's like Afghanistan. We didn't like it for eight years. But if you turned on network news from 2001 to 2008, you yeah, saw nothing but blanket media, coverage. But on social media, I'm not seeing that. Your social media is curated for you. You're, yeah, I'm like you're I go all on right. Craig, you get kicked off of your social media every couple weeks because you're too far right. But YouTube. <laughs> true. <laughs> like it, it, so, the information, you, it, stuff popping up that's pro going to war in Ukraine is never going to come up on a libertarian's feet. But if you if your YouTube feed leans Fox or leans CNN, what you are getting well, pumped pro Ukraine shit. What do you think the average person? Um, They're polling at eighty percent of Americans think we should be backing. We should go to war to defend Ukraine real? against Russia. Do you think that's real? I do. I do think Bern, the Young Turks, Bernie Sanders, he supports it. The only people who are against it 
are Jimmy Dore and whatever Democrats are left with him and the the Donald Trump wing that says if we were in charge, it wouldn't happen. It's a very small group of hypotheticals that don't even really work. There's not. That's why, to me, Oliver Stone is so important. It's because he is a really not partisan guy Dude. who is laying out a very good argument why this is bullshit. And always was bullshit. It's been bullshit for seven years. And it might be criminal when you look at Hunter's actual relationship. And Joe Biden's criminality is all based off whether he knew. Yeah. I think the evidence is pretty clear. Not only did Joe Biden know, one of his chief objectives was Ukraine. And his son seemed to be the bag man for all of his policies. Similar to how Jimmy was his whole life. And there, what you can't make up that the guy that introduced him to the idea of Burisma in November of, two, of sep- September of 2013 would actually be in the capital of Kiev when a militia group Open fired on protesters, causing what be, would be the ouster of a pro-Russian president. And they'd replace him with a pro-NATO. That the first thing the pro-NATO guy would do was put Hunter Biden and John Kerry's son on the board of directors of an energy board bordering Russia. Like, you know natural gas. It's a shale. You can, there are about a thousand different places you can drill. Whether it's in Russia or Ukraine. Russia's not too keen on the Ukrainian side, drilling the oil that Russia claims to be theirs and then selling it to Europe. Right. Like, that's economic, that's War 101. Whoever controls the energy, and for to act like it, Biden somehow would have been heavily involved in Ukrainian policy and not understood that his son was getting a... It's incoherent. And I think, I think in the book he admits that that was a lie. But like I said, to generate interest in this matter... Hunter knows that the best way to sell a story is sex, drugs, and rock and roll. His book, he admits he was the biggest rocker of all time. He was hanging out with Bono himself. He was doing blow with Bono in Africa in the 2000s. But I don't think many people think he should be arrested for that. Now, if he was using your tax dollars, well, then do you expect that it's business as usual? If he was actually sabotaging a foreign country to a point where now the people of Ukraine who appeased him, are now getting shelled? Well, I don't think many people would support Hunter Biden if they knew that his actions caused that. Yeah. All right, do you think we can do a normal exit here? or? I feel like it's a pretty dramatic exit there. Now this is... Uh, <laughs> the, the next episode we have, we'll get back to regular American politics. Yeah. This, I guess uh, my stance on the Ukraine, Ukraine is, is that this is going to take about a month and by and Biden or um, Putin is going to cut the country in half along the city of Kiev, the capital. That'll be funny. There's a river, and it looks like he wants all the natural resources, and he wants his border secure, and everything west of the river. If they want to call themselves Ukraine, if they want to declare themselves part of NATO, I don't think Putin cares. But at the end of the day, we aren't going to stop him because I don't know whether Putin just has shit on Biden, or it goes the whole way to the DNC, or if it even includes the John McCain. Mitt Romney, neocon Republican side. Which I'm sure. Lindsey Graham. Yeah, it, it, this could, I, I know for sure Joe Biden is compromised because of Hunter. Mm-hmm. I know that the DNC knows whatever Hunter did. So any dirt they have on Hunter, Hunter goes on many different points in the book to say that there was never any information that was not shared between Bo, Joe, and him. So any dirt 
in 40 years, 47 years, uh, Joe Biden was in the Senate. Any dirt that happened, Hunter knew. And the reason they're not taking him out now is because he'll take everyone out with him. And that book was him just highlighting, yeah, I did some things illegal. Nothing that everyone else in this country and this world did. Nothing except you coming at me because I had a sex problem. I was addicted to a little coke. If I was spending all that money on the Clinton Foundation, you wouldn't have a goddamn issue. And that's true. That's where I would defend Hunter is, is the reason he's getting singled out now is because Putin finds your weakness. And Putin found Hunter's weakness and has decided to exploit that at a national level.